0: Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name's Tom Short and I'm so glad to have you along on this day where we're going to celebrate a historic day. The greatest day in our lifetime for the advancement of civil rights. You might say one of the greatest days in the history of America. I know you could say the abolition of slavery, the emancipation proclamation, the 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 thirteenth amendment, the signing of the declaration, the development of the constitution, all were great days, the ending of the Civil War, the ending of World War II. But let's face it, folks, in our lifetime, this is a great day. We have been saying for i for over forty years. Some people have been in this battle for nearly fifty years, arguing and, and standing up for the rights of the innocent. The rights of those who had no voice, standing up for the sanctity of human life, the belief that all life is the, is given as a gift from God, and to live in a free country that we've been in, where the people are supposed to have a say, and for so many years, where, where abortion has been legal... And us who've been involved in the pro life movement, for so many, our politicians have given us lip service, not delivered. What a day. What a tremendous day. What a day for rejoicing. What a day to praise God. What a day to be thankful for. I have some observations I'd like to share with you about this. We celebrate an answer to prayer. I've shared before, I'll say it again in the, I was so involved, I got involved in the pro-life movement in the late 70s. I was a little late to the game, even when it was, when uh, several years after Roe versus Wade, I didn't even know what the term was. I didn't even know what it was. I would never even heard of abortion. And, and when we went for our, Roz and I went for our first pregnancy test when we thought she was pregnant, we went to an abortion clinic Because they offered free pregnancy tests, we didn't even know what it was. And when they gave us information about terminating the pregnancy, what in the world are you talking about? But I got educated and I found out what was involved. And I realized this evil is going on in our country and I determined it couldn't be. That's when I got politically active. That's when I realized that law has to reflect what's right in the eyes of God. I may have never, I and millions of others, may have never even gotten politically involved if it weren't for this decision made by this court in a 7-2 ruling back in January of 1973 legalizing abortion and striking every law in an, in this every state that had a law against abortion, striking them all down. We may not have even ever, all this evangelical, moral majority, pro-life, Family pro-family movement might have never happened if it weren't for that court decision that was decided by justices and took it out of the hands of the people. I became active, willing to be arrested to 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 stop this injustice. And but in the 90s I kind of lost hope. I said, the sexual revolution, the power of the left, the liberal media, it's never going to be overturned. We can just hope to talk individuals out, persuade public opinion, we can persuade individuals. But I thank God. I thank God for those who did not give up, who stayed involved in every way. Pregnancy, uh, crisis pregnancy centers, street counseling, demonstrating, uh, those who, who made the case and argued it in the public circle, those who did it. In uh, politically, those who advocated for justices and justice, oh, there's so many who've passed away during this time. I wish they could see this day. This is the, the, the only grief I have today is pro-life warriors I know who've passed away. And well, they're seeing it from heaven but I wish they could be here to celebrate with us. I thank God for those who stayed faithful. I thank God. I I mean, I prayed. I never stopped praying, but I must confess, I I didn't think, I didn't believe they'd be answered. I want to thank God for those who were faithful and never stopped believing and never stopped praying. Thank you. I want to thank those, the Supreme Court justices, the way they have, since this was leaked, this decision was leaked, the threats upon them, the protest at their homes, the protest at their children's schools, the protest at their churches. My goodness, the, the way the other side has behaved and acted has been despicable, threatening. This is not the American way, threatening like this. Even the fellow who is going to assassinate. Chief Justice Kavanaugh. This is wrong. And I want to thank the justices, the five justices who stood their ground, who remained courageous, who, and their lives are still at risk. Yesterday, as I understand a protest in the DC area, they were handing out the addresses, the home addresses of the justices who voted in favor of of overturning this decision. Folks, that is despicable. That should be condemned. And the fact that the leadership from the has not the leadership of our country and the Democratic Party has not condemned it is despicable. And there is no excuse for this. And I might add, it their behavior these last two months, protesting at their homes, it is illegal. It is a federal crime to try and influence a decision by a sitting judge. And the fact that our Justice Department, our president, our Democratic leaders said barely a thing about it and did not enforce that law is despicable. And every decent American should hold them accountable for that failure to enforce the law and allow threats against their lives. Despicable. I want to thank president Donald Trump. We have had, how many times have we voted for pro-life president, people promising this? They get in and they present, and, and they nominate and confirm a justice, a no litmus test. We're not going to see if they're pro-life. We're not going to make them answer ahead of time. Donald Trump didn't fear that. I love Ronald Reagan. What a wonderful president. And yet he gave us more than one justice who did not go pro-life. And the Bush's 12 years did not get, give us a pro-life court, a conservative, a, an originalist. It's not that they're pro-life, it's how do they understand the Constitution? The Constitution says nothing about abortion. And yet they, and even Judge Roberts, allowing us to have this. And I want to thank Donald Trump. And I I think it's time. And I say this with humility, and I don't want to be gloating, but I think it's time for those who say they're pro-life and those who say they are believers, who were never Trumpers and could not support the man, to step back a bit, And to reconsider their position and reconsider why they felt the way they did. This man, the the, the worst things that have happened legally in America in our lifetime have all come from the Supreme Court. And this has been turned around essentially by one man, Donald Trump. And those who basically are never Trumpers, I think it's time to do some self-reflection to look at yourself. To think, why did I think that what I did? To ask what... To maybe reconsider your position. You know, God uses imperfect people. You can't read your Bible and not conclude that. And you can't... And sometimes, you know, the people... Jesus said it. We, the, the people crucified and stoned the prophets... And then later on, they built memorials to them. You look through the Bible, and an awful lot of people that God used had real problems, real moral flaws. We serve a God of grace. Now, listen, I talk about live a holy life as much as anybody. I I advocate, I preach, I teach. Let's live holy lives. Let's be godly people. God uses holy people. Let's not be sinning. Let's not just take sin lightly, pursue holiness. But sometimes I'm amazed in the Bible at the people God chose to use and sometimes amazed in my lifetime at the people God chooses to use. And if you've been a person who you just might reconsider, I, I I plead with some of the people who have had such hatred in their heart towards this man who has delivered for us perhaps the greatest victory that, that Christians have been praying for for 50 years. Let's give credit where credit is due. I appeal to you on that. I appeal to you on that. I'm thankful. And it's not just this. We I I truly believe that we're going to see a standard of justice that has been sorely lacking in our nation and has been the source. We talk about division. You talk about the anger in our country. Folks, let's face it. The problem, a big problem, as we have a cultural clash, a big problem is things that always should have been decided by legislatures to make the law were decided by overactive court an overactive court that took uh, that overstepped its boundaries of interpreting the law and instead began to make the law. You think of all the, most all the decisions that are creating cultural clash now caused by the Supreme Court rulings. All this does yesterday is take this decision and put it back into the hands of the states, of the people. This doesn't mean abortion is illegal all over the land. Not at all. And I see the people in New York and I see the people in California that are going crazy about this this decision. They're still gonna be able to have as many abortions as they want. But if states don't want it, they aren't forced to by a federal court. It's in the hands of the people and their elected representatives where it should have been all along. And so thank you, President Trump. I'm grateful. And I believe God put you where he, in that position for such a time as he knew it was happening. The most pro-life president of my lifetime, I'm grateful. I'd suggest you should be as well. I say this morning, do you realize there are children that were scheduled to be killed today that won't be because of that decision yesterday? That's right. My state, Ohio, has a heartbeat bill that went into effect yesterday afternoon. It had already been passed. And now if a baby's heartbeat is detectable, no abortion. Well, that's... There will will be lives around the nation, perhaps hundreds, maybe maybe more, saved this very day. This is something to rejoice about. (sighs) Oh... I'm just warming up. I'm not done yet. Believers, God can use anyone. Amen. Should we gloat? I think we should celebrate. I think we should be happy. We should thank God. You know, I've got a sports background, and I always said, you know, in your victory, be humble. Always be humble with towards your opponent. I don't think we should gloat towards our opponents. The one area I may be tempted to gloat or be excited about is that this happened during Pride Month. And now all the Pride stuff, well, that's, a, that's um, who's talking about Pride today? Because now this issue, our victory, supersedes all of that. Folks, let's realize something. The, the debate about abortion... We've been having it for 50 years, but it's going to a new level today, as of today. So you better know your stuff. You better be courageous, like those Supreme Court justices, like the warriors who never gave up, like the people out there in the streets counseling and advocating and advocating online on social media. You'd better be ready because we're. this is going to a new level now. As my wife and I were talking yesterday, a lot of people probably haven't even they don't think much about abortion. Who? A lot of people don't want to think about this. But now suddenly they've got to, because there will be states voting on this. There'll be legislators legislating on this. There'll be candidates running on this. Indeed, I do believe America is more pro-life than pro-abortion. But we have a big media to fight against, and we have a lot of lies, a lot of propaganda, a lot of false statements. We better be ready to articulate our position. We can win in the battle of ideas if our voice gets heard. Indeed, I'm. you can pray for this channel right here. I speak up for what's true. I pray I'd be heard by, you know, a million people, instead, more and more and more. You can pray that the voices that speak truth have a big platform because we know the voices that don't speak truth a lot of them have a big platform and a lot of people listen. Folks, the debate begins in earnest. It be this was decided years ago by seven justices. Now our Supreme Court has said this is not for the court to decide. This is for the people to decide. And therefore, you and I better make our voices heard. If ever there was a call from our national leadership, our court, to say, Christians, speak up. Don't be on the sideline. Don't have your mouth shut. Don't avoid the intellectual and ideological battle. If ever there's a clearing call from our leaders, they have called us to get involved. They've said this is up to us to speak up and decide. Let's not be on the sidelines. Let's not be quiet. Let's let our voice be heard. We have every right to do that. And so does the other side. They have every right to protest peacefully. They have every right to make their voice heard. And you know what? They, It's America. You're allowed to lie, exaggerate, propagandize. We better be smarter. We better know the answers to their, their false statements. And as I've said many times, we recognize that really we're talking here about two important rights. The right of a woman to control her body. We believe in that. I don't want to control some woman's body. But I also say there's another body involved, and that body, that baby, has a right to live. And when you have these two conflicts, the right of a woman to do what she wants with her body, but if that involves killing another body, another human being... Sorry, the right to life trumps that. You can't impose your life on another, even if that other depends upon you. You can't kill someone just because they depend on you. Sorry, you can't do it. I want to say that a lot of the other side their arguments are raw emotion. We've seen that in the last 24 hours. I'm calling it row, wade Ro-Rage. And and indeed, lots of times people make decisions based on feelings. And when they're when people are angry and shouting and and threatening violence, a lot of people who don't have moral courage will back down and they'll be swayed by people's emotion. Don't let it happen to you. These are days for us to be courageous. These are days to realize we now have the upper hand. These are these are days. For us to say, God, thank you. You've heard our prayers. Have you not? I, so many times have I thought, is God judging America? Has he given up on our country? The, the shedding of all the sin is blood. God's just going to judge us. And we are we are experiencing judgments in our land. But this is a glimmer of hope. That our God has heard our prayers. And God is saying, I'm responding. Folks, this is the time to stand up. To be courageous to know what we should say and to say it. Last word I want to say is this is not, you know, in this whole battle, we see, again, corporations involved. I saw this morning a list of companies that that are offering to pay their employees travel expenses if they want to travel to another state to get an abortion. And you might just consider you want to support these type companies. This is what they're saying. If you need an abortion and your state outlaws it, we will pay your travel expenses and give you time off to go get your abortion. Here they are. Disney, Expedia, Dick's Sporting Good, PayPal, Bank of America, Patagonia. Those are, I'm, I expect there will be others. Folks, we've said before, the, the cultural war, which really comes down to who's God. Is it the Lord God or is it me? Is it you? Are we our own gods, or is the Lord God and we declare the Lord? He is God. The Lord, He is God, and we make no no we, we, we make no excuse for that. We don't need to. He's God. The self exaltation of the human I, that that I get to decide all this. Let's call it what it is. It's not more relativism. It's sin. It's sin is what it is. It's rebellion against the Almighty. And so we stand for honoring God. And we want to do that as individuals, as families, as churches. And indeed, blessed is a nation whose God is the Lord. And one final word. I do hope your church celebrates this. Pastors, if you're listening to me today, stop worrying about being controversial start showing courage this is the this is a huge issue we've been saying it and it, i know you can't talk pro-life every single week and it could be easy to be weary in the battle i understand it if you have been i we all have been weary in the battle but and some pro-lifers will, why don't you talk about it more well you can't talk about it every week can you But you can sure talk about it now. You can talk about it now, and I hope you do. And and I hope you have the courage to say, well, to say the things I've been saying today. Because it needs to be said, and it needs to be said more than once. That being said, praise God. Hallelujah, Father in heaven. We give you thanks and praise for this tremendous victory. You've heard our prayers. Father, you've you've seen our our we so many we've put footwork to our prayer. We've gone out and we've argued the case. We've we've worked. We've been involved politically. We've tried to elect the right people. We've made the case, and Father, finally, finally, we've we've got relief. We wish this would have been a nine to zero de- decision. All it's saying. All they're saying is that we get to talk about it and decide instead of it being mandated upon us from above. Father, we pray today, thanking you for lives that were saved this day. That had it not been for that decision yesterday, would be dead by now. They would have been aborted already by now. We thank you for this. We pray, Lord, awaken our nation. Awaken our nation to this great evil that we have tolerated for 50 years. Awaken our nation and arouse your church, arouse your people to stand for what's good and true and right. And Father, I pray for the advancement of the gospel. And I know, Lord, millions of people, I see those people protesting in the streets, they're not even open to the gospel their heart has become so hardened over this issue and over the lgbt and these other areas where they just embrace sin and as they embrace sin and are given over to it their heart becomes hardened to the gospel father we pray for we pray for laws in our land reflecting your goodness and your freedom and your righteousness that would help whole generations have a more open and softer heart towards receiving the gospel rather than hardening their heart and turning against you and your beautiful gospel message. I thank you today, Lord, for those who fought hard for this. I thank you today for the Supreme Court justices who withstood all the pressure to cave in and the courage they showed. And I thank you for President Donald Trump who kept his promises and who vetted justices carefully and made sure that this day would come. We're grateful. We praise you. We give you thanks. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Again, I'm here today. I'm, I'm in Wash. Excuse me. I'm in Maryland today for the memorial service and celebration of life. My good friend, Herschel Martindale had another very close friend pass away just recently, and I'll be at at his uh, funeral on Monday. Um, Real warriors. I wish they could have been alive to see this day. I know they would have wanted to see it. Hang in there, folks. God bless you. You know, I'm here every day. We talk about the Word of God every day. We get in the Word of God. Saturdays, we like to talk about um, a current issue. Mondays or Sundays, we like to talk about a song we sing and what's it mean, and maybe some history behind it. Monday through Friday, we're just getting the Word of God. Why? Because consistency in the Word of God will make you strong. You you need input daily. In the Book of Acts, they were devoted to the Word of God every day. We need input daily. So if you're new, subscribe hit the notify, join me every day, 8.30 in the morning, or you can watch later in the day or people I'm staying with now, they work, so they watch the next morning, but they watch every day. And so you hang in there, join me. Amen. God bless you. You have a great day. Until we meet tomorrow, might the Lord bless you, strengthen you, fill you with grace and joy. Remember, you've got something the world didn't give you. Don't let the world take it away. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.